Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, rugby fans, and welcome to episode 191 of the DNVR Rugby Podcast. My name is Colton Strickler. Uh, we're here. We made it. It's Rugby Town 7's week. Tournament starts tomorrow. If you're listening to this, it starts today. I put this out on Friday. Uh, busy week around here, uh, but a lot of good stuff that I was excited to be a part of, and it was fun to work on. Joined Adam Morris and Jake Schwanitz from DNVR yesterday, live from Infinity Park, on the coach's corner over and look at the pitch and the jumbotron everything looked really cool reported the den recorded the denver sports podcast uh down stanford joined us for that too it was really fun uh we talked a little bit of rugby town sevens and a lot of just denver sports in general which was cool to do was a nice change of pace for me um and so i recommend you check it out it's on dnvr sports youtube um one of the, it was posted on wednesday evening so maybe that'll help you track it down if you're interested um, and we got a good show for everybody today. Uh, a lot of interviews that we've been doing this week, but I, I captured two for the podcast. One with Rory Green from Speranza 22, who makes their Rugby Town 7's debut this year. Um, and Speranza 22 is an Invitational 7's team playing in memory of Marco Speranza while raising money and awareness for good causes at the same time. Uh, it was really cool to chat with Rory and then to get to interact with Speranza 22 at the tournament this week. I'm fascinated by the ethos of their team. And I'm definitely rooting for them to do well. And it sounds like they will. It sounds like they've played some high-level sevens, uh, won some big tournaments, and they're making their Rugby Town Sevens debut. So we're looking forward to seeing how they do. Um, and then, of course, what's turned into a yearly tradition, sat down with Dallin Stanford for a few minutes on Wednesday, uh, previewed the entire tournament. Dallin is a, he's an encyclopedia of Rugby Sevens knowledge, and uh, the, the names and, and the facts that he knows about these players and teams is always impressive. Uh, so it was good to chat with him. And if you listen to this interview, you're going to know everything you need to know heading into round one or pool play starting tomorrow, Friday, the 25th. Uh, for more information on the tournament, you can visit RugbyTown7, or excuse me, RugbyTownUSA.com. A uh, little bit of news that kind of broke yesterday, the, the Rugby Network will be broadcasting this tournament. So along with the live stream on RugbyTownUSA.com, you can sign into the Rugby Network on your TV or iPad or computer, whatever. Um, it's free. Just got to sign up with an email. You can catch it there, too, which is cool to see. 
Um, but that, that kind of does it for the show. Uh, just kind of gearing up for a big weekend. It's going to be a fun weekend, and we're almost there. So uh, with that, we'll go ahead and kick it to my conversation with Rory Green of Speranza 22 and Down Stanford. But I want to first let you know that these interviews with Rory Green and Down Stanford are brought to you by the United States Coast Guard. In the United States Coast Guard, an official partner of Rugby Town 7s, you'll get benefits like health care, pay time off, a competitive salary, tuition assistance, and more. To learn more, contact your local recruiter or apply now at GoCoastGuard.com. Uh, let's go and jump in the interviews. All right, pleased to be joined on the show by a very special guest. I'm joined by Rory Green, who's the founder, director of rugby, and sounds like utility man, does a little bit of everything uh, for Speranza 22, uh, getting set to compete in the 2023 Rugby Town Sevens. Rory, how are you doing? Yeah, really good. Thanks, Colton. Yeah, thanks so much for joining me, Rory. I appreciate it. Uh, talking to you all the way across the, the world right now, which is pretty cool. Um, and Rory, I just want to get started. Can you tell us a little bit about Speranza 22? I'm interested in, you know, where you're based out of, uh, how to get started, um, and how you picked your name. So feel free to, to take over there and just tell me everything you want to tell me about your team. Okay, yeah. Um, well, Speranza 22 came about um, from a bit of a tragedy, uh, really. Um, back in... 2009, I was the under-18 coach of Abu Dhabi Harlequins, um, based out in Abu Dhabi in the United Arab Emirates. Um, at the time, we had a under-18 team that was a pretty special team. Um, we played in the Dubai Sevens uh, under-18 golf tournament that year, and the boys were really special, just a, a good group of lads. Um, and as with everything in that region it's quite transient so the boys predominantly were there with families their fathers or mothers working out in the uae and one boy in particular marco speranza he stayed on when all the other boys went off to university and back to their home countries and played for the abu dhabi harlequins men's team for two years and then tragically in February of 2013, Marco was killed in a plane crash in Argentina, which was his native country. He, he was born in Buenos Aires, um, moved to Abu Dhabi when he was six. So obviously that hit um, all the boys from the 2009 team, and myself and Adam Hughes, the other coach. And it was pretty well there and then that we decided to set up a team in Marco's memory. Um, it was only going to be a one-off that year, and we entered the Dubai Sevens International Open. Uh, we got all the boys back from 2009 um, to play in his memory, and we chose the name because in 2009, we let the boys choose their own number, their own shirt number, mm -hmm. and Marco, cho Marco chose 22 because his birthday was the 22nd of September. So we just decided to um, name the team Speranza, Marco's surname, plus his shirt number from 2009-22. So that's how Speranza 22 was first formed. Um, and uh, hopefully everyone's maths is the same as mine. You can tell that this is our 10th year anniversary. So uh, from what was a one-off appearance in 2013, we've now got to where we are today, um, where we're you know, looking forward to coming out for our first trip to Denver. Yeah. 
That's a very sad story, but that's an awesome way to honor Marco's memory. I thanks for sharing that. That's pretty cool. No problem. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. Oh, go for it. Yeah, as you can say, it's um, you know, it's uh, it's something that you know his family, his friends, all of us are involved with him. Um, the fact that we're keeping his name and his shirt number, you know, alive through rugby, which he was passionate about. Um, is special to everyone and uh, all the boys who play um, for Spranza 22 even those who didn't know Marco have really brought into you know the story and and what we're trying to do which is is special to everyone Um, and you know we'll keep going as long as we can to to honor his memory. That's awesome and what a great way to carry it into your first Rugby Town 7s tournament like you mentioned um Rory, what do you know about this tournament? I know you're, as a rugby man, you're, you're probably a little bit familiar, at least. I'm just kind of curious what you guys know about this tournament and what what you're kind of expecting to get yourself into here next weekend. Oh, we, we have, we've been aware of Rugby Town for a few years now. And, um, you know, it's you're, you're similar to ourselves in that I think I'm right in saying you were you, you started back in 2012. So um, not too dissimilar, dissimilar time to when we first kicked off but you know we always try and pitch ourselves against the best invitational sevens teams out there and and, and club teams um, and we've had an eye on Denver and Rugby Town uh, for a few years now because you just get quality sides both obviously majority coming from the states but also invitational sides coming in so yeah I mean we just see it as one of those invitational sevens tournaments that's right up there Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, in order to to play against the best and be part of the best tournaments out there, um, you know that that's that's what we want to do, and that's where we want to be. And we obviously know a few of the teams that uh, have played at, at Rugby Town and will be playing this year. People like the Rambling Jesters, and mm-hmm. you know, everyone speaks so highly of the tournament. Um, and I've been involved in a lot of tournaments over the last 10 years. Yeah. And I can truly say that um, Kieran and his team at Rugby Town are all over all over the administration and, and getting the teams there. Um, and that's that's really pleasing for us. You know, no stone unturned. And hopefully all the, all the teams will arrive ready to go and it'll be another cracking year. Yeah. I know I'm looking forward to it. I think um, I've said this a couple of times on the show, but um, I've, been to I think all of them but one uh worked a worked a bunch I think I went to the first one as a fan and it is just like the it's a fun way to end the summer um and it's cool to get to be able to talk to you know all you guys that come from all over the world and hear what you have to say about it so I'm excited uh for you it's your first time uh hopefully it lives up to the hype I know you said you've been involved in in, yeah you've been involved in quite a few sevens tournaments uh, what's like a standard year look like for Speranza 22? Like how many tournaments are you playing in? Where are you playing? Uh, just kind of curious as to what your schedule looks like year in and year out. Yeah, so in, until uh, 2017, we were literally sort of once a year in Dubai, in mm. the Dubai International um, Invitational Tournaments. Um, in 2017, we brought two teams there for the first time entering the International Invitational, which is the one down from the World Series. Um, and the boys went on to to win that against South Africa A in the mm. final. Um, and then it was that year, quite a few boys had come out from the UK who, who weren't part of the original um, team. 
and Josh Hall and Ben McGee, they turned around to me and said, look, we, we can really do something special with Spranza 22 if we start entering a few more tournaments. So in the UK in 2018, we, we just started branching out. And again, trying to hit um, the elite uh, stroke open uh, sevens tournaments. So since then, we've been predominantly UK-based, um, doing things like the Bournemouth Sevens uh, Festival, which is arguably one of the largest uh, sports and music festivals in the UK with the mm. National Cup. Um, and then we went on to the Super 7 Series in the UK for 2019. Unfortunately, 2020 was a washout, as we all know why, yeah. uh, with the pandemic um, and 2021. So um, we now, you know, I mean, we've won Bournemouth a couple of times, both at the National Cup and the Challenge Cup. We've won South Island in the Isle of Wight, um, Summer Social in London, Chester up in the north of England. Um and, and Dubai, we went to Amsterdam this year, um, Melrose in Scotland. Uh, we are trying to branch out further afield, hence why we're delighted to have been invited and accepted into rugby town. Uh, and we will look at um, some tournaments in New Zealand and Australia because three of the originals from 2009, the Costa brothers, uh, Rodrigo, Ignacio and Nico, who played with Marco, who are all three Argentinian, but predominantly brought up in New Zealand and, yeah. and the UAE, are just exceptional rugby players. And, and they bring a lot of quality uh, players from New Zealand, especially to Dubai. So we're, we're just trying to, to branch out. This year, I think we did, we had 12 teams in eight tournaments in, in the UK. Um, so yeah, we're, we're, we're UK, New Zealand based, but desperately trying to, to branch out further afield. Yeah. Subject to getting the sponsorship and and the finances in place to do that. Awesome! Wow, that's that's impressive. Uh, I'm excited to to watch you guys come play next weekend. I know you talked about a little bit about uh, some of your players already, but I'm uh, just kind of wondering if you could give us a, a little taste of who we should keep our eye on come next weekend. Wow, um, I'll get shot down by a few if I don't mention them. <laughs> I know. Um, I will say this is this is one of the tougher questions I ask a lot of people because. They're on your team for a reason, right? So they all have yeah. you know, qualities that you're very proud of. But uh, just like to give a little taste to the fans, if we could. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's 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 key to explain our, our selection policy first and foremost because yeah. to us the the man is more than the player. Mm -hmm. um, so we we have a selection ethos that we don't select anyone that isn't known to us personally, either through a player or or a manager. Um, and so everyone who does pull on the Spranza 22 shirt knows someone who has played before. So we can first and foremost, make sure that they're, they're, they're good lads. Um, and as a result of that, we've built up, I, mean, I think we've had 215 people play for us since 2013, but um, this team, this team coming out um, to, to rugby town is a mixture. We've got a lot of uh, old stalwarts from, the UK, people like Josh Hall, who's our captain and, and has been captaining our, our UK side since 2018, along with Cam Roberts. Um, both of those are our are two most capped players. I think Josh has played 28 tournaments for us, Cam 24. Um, and then we've got some 
real quality New Zealand boys coming. Renata Roberts Tianana, he um, wow. he played for us two times and and won the 2017 International Invitational with our boys in in Dubai. Uh, Rico Sim, he came out and uh, played for us the first time last year in Dubai, uh, coming from New Zealand. And then, you know, we've got the likes of Joshua Bragman. You know, a quality player from the UK. Unfortunately, he hasn't played for us as much as we want. I think he's, he's played about three, four times because of his um, contracted 15s team. Um, and then India Sawa Tuahuta, who, you know, by all accounts, he knows the, the Costas and was introduced to us by them. By all accounts, he's going to be um, an, an exciting lad to watch. So, you know what? Um, Individuals, yeah, um, it's class, and obviously every sevens team has that that game breaker and, and those boys who, who really turn it on. But you know, I know it's a cliche, but the, you know, it, it's the whole team, and yeah. you know, we 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 rely on the seven on the pitch, and as much as we rely on the five that are going to come off and um, hopefully make an impact later on in each game. So uh, yeah, a quality side, you know, we. Haven't all played together, um, yeah. but we don't have coaches, Colton. We don't. I, I've deliberately since 2013 never put a coach in into the team. Interesting, because I truly, yeah. Well, I truly believe that to be a real international invitational sevens team, it's it's the players we have are all class, and week in week out, they're they're being told what to do, how to do it, how to play by their their club teams, and yeah, and what have you, and. Um, I just want them, when they pull on a Spranza 22 shirt, I just want them to go out there and express themselves, play with no fear, play with a smile on their face, throw a ball around. And, um, you know, if we win, we win, and that's great. If we don't, it's about, you know, letting those boys just go out and have a bit of fun away from their um, their main rugby. Uh, and it's worked pretty well for us because, you know, we've had six, six boys go on um, – to full international sevens, uh, two two for New Zealand, one for Fiji, two for Wales, um, and one for who's currently playing GB now. Wow. Um, now, I'm I'm not arrogant enough to say that's all down to Spranza 22 by by any stretch of the imagination. And you know, people like Appy Bavadra, you know, he yeah. he also plays with our good friends, the the rugby agents, and as well as us. But people like Juta Wanakola, he he was picked up by Fiji and. Uh, 2019, yeah. playing for us um, in Dubai, and uh, Fiji noticed him because he wasn't on their radar. Uh, and then he went on to get an Olympic gold medal with Fiji. And um, you know, it's it's that sort of thing that delights us. You know, just let yeah. the boys go and play. We we have that that adage. It, it's it's fun. You know, let them go and play. Let them. You know, if they make mistakes, they make mistakes, but at least they're doing it with a smile on their face, and and hopefully the crowd will like that. Right, that's awesome. I love that. That the like the ethos of your team sounds amazing, Rory. And um, I was going to ask Thank next you. is if you could describe the brand of rugby that your team plays, but it kind of sounds like it could change, right? Like you, you're almost like a chameleon, where you know, depending on the blend of guys you get in, you could you know do this one thing really well this one tournament and you know, maybe you defend extra hard this other tournament or something like that. Is that probably fair to say? 100%. Um, yeah, I mean, there, there is no brand yeah. apart from, you know, throw it around. Yeah. And, um, I mean, you, you mentioned defence, and 
you know, defence can be as fun as attack. Yeah. And uh, I think one thing that stood out about our team over the years is our defence has just been absolutely extraordinary. And, you know, there's times when uh, we're not arrogant enough to say if you win a tournament, it's because you're the best out there. You know, we've come up against teams that arguably were better than us, but we've just defended like absolute um, animals, you know, when it, right. when it comes to that. Um, and and I think that's that's down to the buy-in. You know, when you're when you're playing for a story uh, like we have, when you're playing for a name on the shirt, you know, we also have Ben McGee, who's unfortunately can't come to to Rugby Town because he's got a wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, but his father, you know, Ben's been a huge player for us um, over the years. Um, his father was a massive supporter and a, and a sponsor, and you know, his father tragically died back in 2020 and you know we have neil mcgee's name on our shirt you know um we we just play for for a cause and mm-hmm. um when you have that the boys the boys buy into it and then um you know the, i know i'm coming out with a few cliches but um you know the old adage of you're playing for your mates yeah and the shirt but but also the people that have come before you and you know ultimately marco but also uh you know, people like Neil. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, it's, I'm as excited as everyone else when I watch the boys <laughs> play because I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, and that's what makes it special. And I'm, I'm gutted. I unfortunately won't be, won't be in rugby town because I'm, I'm actually speaking to you from uh, uh, not so sunny Manchester, England at the moment because uh-huh. I'm just on leave, but I, I'm based in Abu Dhabi in the United Arab Emirates and, you know, obviously, with with my day job and uh, and everything else, it's obviously difficult for me to to fly around the world following the boys as much as I'd like to. But um, you know, I'll be watching with everyone else like a fan and yes. seeing how they go. And you know, that'll be great. Yep, that live stream is super handy. I can tell you that. Uh, oh, so uh, the, so much so. The next question I was going to ask is just kind of what's like the schedule look like for the team. Uh, when are they due to arrive? I would assume you're you're kind of plugged in on that at least, if even if you're not going to be here. Yeah, no. I mean, unfortunately, the downside to to the role I have in the team is that you spend all you do you do all the nasty stuff like getting all the admin squared away and booking <laughs> the flights. And, and yeah, it's important. That's the much. most important position, though, Rory. You got to get them there. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, thank you. Um, but um, yeah, so uh, obviously we got we got a uh, two two destinations the boys are flying in. So the the UK group, which will include the the seven UK-based players plus Niall Lear, our manager, and Josh Dixon, our, our physio, will depart Sunday um, from the UK to Denver, and uh, the five lads from New Zealand will be departing Sunday. Although it's almost um, a, a day before with the time differences <laughs> yeah. um, uh, as well, and all the boys will be arriving um, on into Denver on Sunday, um, and then obviously, you know, build up, um, get a bit of training, get the journey out of the legs during the week. Obviously, hopefully see a bit of Denver as well. Yeah. And, um, you know, get ready to, to pull on the shirt on the Friday. So it'll be, it'll be quite a relaxed week week for the boys, you know, um, a bit of training, but but not too much um, so that they're fresh to go. And I gather the altitude plays a bit of fun and games with, with players when they arrive there. So um, just try and get, get acclimatised. Ready, ready to go when um, when the whistle blows on Friday. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm, unfortunately, I'm from here, so I have, I've, I'm kind of used to it, but I have heard, yes, it plays uh, plays tricks on people that aren't used to it. Rory, who do you guys yeah. open up against? I'm trying to pull up the schedule right now, but I'm not going so fast. Who? Ooh, um, that's a, a really good question. I don't have the schedule in front of oh, me. Oh, that's okay. Um, I know uh, we have Lions from the UK as one of the teams. Uh-huh. But look, um, you know, I, I've looked at the teams and that are in the comp. Uh, one thing we know is that, you know, every team you're going to face is going to be quality. Um, you know, that's the beauty of these sevens tournaments is you can't say just because you beat them last year or they beat you last year that that's going to be the same result this year. It's, um, you know, the, the beauty of international invitational sevens t- uh, tournaments is that, uh, you know, any team on their day can do it. So, so we're, we're looking at every single team in the comp. Uh, yeah. It's um, you know a real a real challenge, and uh, it's going to be quality because you wouldn't want it any other way. You you know you want like I said earlier, yes. You you want to face the best. So so we're excited to play all and everyone. But um, yeah, I do apologise. I haven't got the the actual no, group stages in front of me. It looks like uh, tsunami barbarians and then Casanovas on day one, and Tel Aviv Heat on day two. Uh, looks like pool play. So, wow. yeah, looking forward yeah. to watching you guys play, Rory. I'm excited. Um, thank you for, for telling us a little bit about your team. I'm even more excited after that. Um, yeah, I'm hoping for a, a fun weekend next weekend, and a bummed you won't be here, but I really appreciate your time. Colton, thank you for having me on here, and, um, you know, good luck to, to everyone next week, and uh, I'm sure it'll be a fantastic week and uh, and a great tournament, and thanks for having me. All right, please welcome back onto the show, Down Stanford Down. I, I love this turn to a yearly tradition. I think this is four times now. Even we did one even when there was no tournament. Um, but I love having you on before Rugby Town Sevens, um, and it's here. So how are you doing? One of my favorite weekends of the year, or weeks of the year, I should say. It's always great to be in your company. We do a lot of, a lot of fun media things, activities during the week. And, of course, this podcast is, gives us a chance to really talk about the teams, the players, the hype, the vibe, the color. It is champagne rugby. Yes, it is. It's always a great time. Um, and this year, 11th anniversary, shaping up to be you know, one of the toughest competitions from the sounds of it. What, what's kind of your general thoughts on the competition of this tournament as you kind of get into your prep? Yeah, it's so great to see a handful of new teams every year. And what I'll say, you know, Rugby Town USA have done a brilliant job this year of the new teams coming in are very established seven sides. So we'll talk about them later in the preview. But just seeing them train uh, a bunch of new faces from the UK, a lot of Fijian faces, some Kiwis in the mix, um, some young American players coming through, Canadians as well. I've honestly been so impressed at the level. Uh, It's going to be very tough to call who goes through. Just two Mm -hmm. teams from each pool go through, harder to pick than a broken nose. Yeah, and I know you said in the past, like, you're right, there has been some teams that, you know, always come and always give a good showing. They might win a match or two, but you can kind of pick out who's going to advance, and that's not the case at all this year. It's wide open. Uh, That makes for a fun tournament to watch and work and call and everything else. So let's cut to the chase. Let's get jump into the pools. Um, I'm interested to hear, you know, teams you're excited to see and players that you're Uh, you know, watching for and who we should watch for. So let's just jump right in, talk about Pool A. That's always the the military pool. So we got the Air Force, the Army, Coast Guard, Marines, and Navy. 
Yeah, so firstly, I want to go through, let's look at the past champions as well. So we started in 2012 here. The Marines won the inaugural year. And then after that, seven in a row, the All-Army side took that. Navy won in 2021, and the Army came back to win last year. So if you look at it, the All-Army side normally stack with talent. They have so many good players. So so they are, are definitely the favorites coming in yet again. Players to watch the return that I really like. Jake Lakeen is back, which is awesome. Their captain's Nico Spino. M- Matty Targo is an absolute buffalo with a ball in hand. Ben Kelly and then Magic Mike. Melendez Rivera is, is on the wing is amazing. So Army is really a stack side yet again. Uh, they should be definitely the favorites coming into that. But what I love about this tournament is the other sides have really stepped up their game. They've been training for a week ahead of this tournament. So literally two weeks by the time they kick off. The Navy side, Doc Irie, the burrito man, is back again. He's looking fit. He's looking fast. Adam D'Amico is their captain. So I think the Navy could go far yet again. Dustin Smith is their flyer. And then the other side, the Air Force. They've got the, the giraffe returning. Um, you know, he's, he's almost 58 years of age. Uh, I've added a few, of course. Drew Busby's there. Uh, they're a very fit side, and they can go go the distance. The Coast Guard, they've still got Alex Vinkovic. He's their gas man, a great stepper. And then the Marines have actually brought quite a lot of new faces t- t- to the fore. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. I expect the Army to be there. And, and then if I really had to pick, it's the Navy or the Air Force that come through there. But there have been plenty of surprises. Uh, that pool is a special one, as we know, because this is their annual gathering, their celebration of rugby. Um, and again, the, the players come here as well, and they celebrate the fallen ruggers as well, which is a very emotional ceremony ceremony that we see during day two of the tournament definitely and i know you just talked about it. it does mean so much to them and it is cool to see how appreciative they are of this opportunity you know to get away from being a machine gunner as you like to talk about doing this stuff that is insane it's crazy stuff they, they're literally the people that defend our country and it's cool they get this you know a couple of week break to come play rugby and have some fun um, and it was, it's cool for me to hear just walking around with you this week about how they are switching stuff up. And, um, you know, hopefully that, that plays into some, some good results for them and uh, we, get a competitive, uh, we get a competitive pool A. So moving into pool B, uh, Casanova's, Lion Sevens, Speranza 22, Tel Aviv Heat and Tsunami Barbarians. Uh, what are you looking for in this one? All right, let's go through each team. A little bit of background about each side so, you know, the, the, the fans watching can really get and engage with them. The Casanovas, the first side here, just looking at my prep notes as well. Um, they're, they're a side generally looking to to help American players through to the next level and, of course, some experienced players as well. They also raise money for the Craig Hospital here in Denver, um, which is really fantastic. So a great cause linked, linked to them. Their captain's Nick Boyer. Uh, he, you know, he's got the hair flowing in the wind, just a great skilled uh, personality. And a couple of young players coming through. Nick Smith, known as Mr. Waffle. Uh, he, he really is, he shines beyond breakfast, which is really great to see. So Casanova's there. There are a, a bunch of players that you never know what you're going to get. It'll be interesting to see how they go. All right, moving along, the Lion Sevens. They're a side out of the United Kingdom. Aaron Watkins is their young founder, just 21 years of age. They play all over the world. So they've been and they've won the Granada Sevens, the World Championship there, and a bunch of other tournaments. They bring four or five familiar names that we've seen last year. So this is their second year, and, and a lot of younger players coming through as well, which makes to see kind of how they go. Tel Aviv Heat, that's another side in Pool B. Uh, this is a side that I'm quite familiar with because I got a chance to commentate some of their games remotely. Uh, they play in the Rugby Europe Super Cup. They made the finals this past year. Uh, they're coached by a South African, actually, uh, Kevin Musikant, who I know from my university days back in Cape Town. Taylor Howden, who's a familiar face, has played here for many years with the Denver side, uh, a, a great servant of the game too. So great coaches. Um, they've got some players to keep your eyes on for sure. Um, they've got Namani Bularuarua. He's a big unit. And Semi Kunetani, a gold medal winner from Fiji. He returns to the fray in this event. Patelina Thebe. 
watch out for him. The Salsa Dancer, one of mm. my favorite characters, Aaron Radley, uh, he's good value as well on that side. So Tel Aviv Heat, they're looking to shine in this tournament for sure. Uh, then the other two sides left, the Tsunami Barbarians, the coach Rias Frederick, Stephen Stagg, and Nigel Dacre. They are loaded yet again. More steps on the Great Wall of China, DeMonte Noble. He's back. John Lefebvre, another dream team player. Monata Akwe from the South Sudan, a wonderful story how he, he left his country and now making a life here in America, playing in MLR and top sevens as well. Sean Clark, American Raptor, mm-hmm. as tall as a ladder. Tim Stanfield, who you've had on before, the yes. possum. Um, he, I don't know how he gets better every year. <laughs> It's amazing because he looks out of shape. Yeah. But he produces the goods. <laughs> he, he's certainly one, one of our favorites. Chase Shaw Haskin comes back, USA Eagle player. They've got Ethan Hager, fresh yeah. Canadian international, which st- spoke to this week. He was shining in the PR7s as well. And Kenny Jenkins, what's the frequency, Kenneth? So you're looking at that pool there. Sasnami Barbarians are, are definitely the favorites for me in that pool. Uh, the, and the side we haven't spoken about yet, the new kids on the block, Speranza 22 is their name. They're playing in memory of Marco Speranza, uh, who lost his life. He 22 was his number in the game of sevens. So that program was established around, you know, playing for a fallen friend, and they're bringing a strong side here. Of course, these names mostly new to me in the side, but one player, uh, Renato Roberts-Tanana, who's mm-hmm. played in MLR with Old yeah. Glory DC. Um, my very good friend is his father, Carl Tanana. We were on the commentary together in the Sevens World Series and Rugby World Cups, so he's here ready to shine. He's bringing the goose step as well. So that pool, we said barbarians. I, I-, I like the Tel Aviv heat, and you never know what you're going to get, of course, uh, from, a- from the side like Speranza 22. Definitely, and... Uh I did an interview with Rory Green, who's kind of like the admin logistics guy for Speranza 22, which I think will be released in the same episode as this interview. So if people are listening to this, you probably already heard this. But uh, like Dallin said, they're an Invitational Sevens team playing in memory of Marco Speranza. Uh, they raise money and awareness for good causes. And the ethos of their team, we got a chance to talk to him a little bit the other day, is I, I just think it's really cool. So to be on this team, they explained to me, you have to have known somebody on the team before. So they don't just allow it, just anybody in. Uh, you have to have some experience, know that they're a good person. Um, you know, they're not going to make a fool of you or, or the team, which is pretty neat. And they don't really have a coach. They just kind of show up and play. And, uh, you know, as Rory kind of explained, is they know how to play rugby, right? Having a coach put in place uh, might slow them down. So they just let them get together and they figure it out themselves. And, um, I thought that was kind of unique. I asked them a little bit, like, I was going to ask a little bit about the identity of the team, but they're like a chameleon. It changes every tournament, right? And I guess that's a little bit like sevens in general, but uh, just kind of the more I learn about the team, the more I'm interested in them, and I'm looking forward to watching them play this weekend. So uh, that'll be a good one to watch in Pool B. Uh, pool C, Denver Sevens, familiar face. Uh, Gorilla Rugby, Ramblin' Jesters, SoCal Griffin, and Team Germany, which is back for their third third tournament, I think. Yeah, so this is another fascinating pool. You know, generally in, in a sevens tournament, you have one pool, which you call the pool of death. <laughs> but in this tournament, this is the trouble. You don't really know which teams are going to advance. And this is – so between Pool C and Pool D, very tough to pick these ones. So let's go through these ones. You mentioned Demo 7 Selects. They're two-time champions at this mm-hmm. event. They, uh, they're they stacked with talent and, and a lot of local players as well, which I love to see. Um, players that I want to highlight, Alex Wormer. He's had a tremendous year in the Premier Rugby 7s. Um, he's getting married this October as well. So shout-out to whoever's going to marry him. Um, and then David <laughs> Hightower. He is an absolute flyer, a massive unit as well. Look out for him. You've got 
got Mickey, Mickey Bateman, just a wonderful yeah. character, the kitchen mouse. The kitchen mouse, yes. That's right. You know, he's, if he's not cooking up a, a storm, uh, you know, off, off the field, he's doing it on the field as well. So he's kind of the glue in that side. Campbell Johnstone, another player, Supes, that has had a brilliant standout season. And you've got the young woman coming in, Ian Wormer, who's just 19 years of age. Eric Sykes is there. Misha Shoran, a player from Kazakhstan that is now making a home for himself here in the United States. So they are loaded and, and you, you can expect good things out of the Denver side. Moving across to Gorilla Rugby, Mickey Patterson has done a great job with his team. These are all players that have affiliation with Texas. So mm-hmm. generally they're going to be young, up-and-coming American players. Jason Tidwell is is the, the Justin Bieber of the side. Um, he's got a poster of Biebs on the wall apparently. He's one of those young players that played here a few years ago went to MLR and is now making a real name for himself. Um, Marcel Miller is back there and a, and a couple of a big frames to keep your eye on there also, which, which is great to see. The Dramling Jesters, well, they are obviously a star-studded side. They're two-time champions, defending champions from last year. What I love about the Jesters is they... Also, like Speranza, you said, have a really carefree, relaxed attitude. They're a colorful team. They never go to bed angry. Um, they're coached by the great David Mump Smith, who we know as Gandalf, and Stephen Lewis, the lizard. Um, David Barry is is their founder, and three of his sons make their way back again here to Infinity Park to play. I think there's more berries every year. I, I know you said that a lot, but I think it's true. I was looking at the list, so it's just more berries every year. Maureen Barry and David Barry have been very busy in their younger <laughs> years, and now in their older years, you're right. So we've got Kian Barry coming here, the Rug Red and Red Bull. You've got Aiden Barry uh, and Shane Barry. So all three of those are, are carving it up. Big news on this side is they, they put a social media post, and they said, we've lost a lot of our players at one last year, and they're kind of saying, oh, it's a new look side. But you actually go through their names. They've got Rhodes Featherston, the New Zealand Sevens star, playing in PR Sevens this year. They've got Nick Feeks, the Mongoose, Marcus Tupolo, Eagles, uh, a legend. And of course, they've got Wayne van der Bank, who's just the ATM. So again, a star-studded side. You'd expect the Jesters to rank one in that pool. So Carl Griffins, led by Peter Seo, their head coach. Um, they're a side that, again, brings a, a wonderful mix of so-called players. And then they've slipped in Paul Scanlon, the Samoan Sevens hot stepper as well. They've got Peter Seo Jr. that'll throw, you know, he has more dummies in the Denver hospital. Lance Williams is back, the Hawaiian warrior. who represented the USA recently in the qualifier that the Eagles won. Uh, and so they're, again, a bunch of great players. Tainoso certainly one to watch uh, with Harley Wheeler making return as well. Team Germany, not a lot known about them, mainly because they haven't filled out the bio sheets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. There's nothing you can do about that then. But but they, they normally bring a very strong development team. The German side, very well coached, very structured. So they're going to stick to their pattern of play, uh, which is setting you know a lot of contact points and trying to move the ball wide as well. So they should be very good. The Akuma Cannibals round out this this pool, and they're coached by Patetua Levuku, the big frame, uh, the man that eats pizza for breakfast. You, you've got a couple of great players here. You've got Josh Whippy, you've got Patetua Levuku that's coming back. Um, you've got Danny Christensen that leads the charge there. So they didn't feel their top side last year. This side they are. Mm-hmm. So again, this is one of the teams that you don't quite know what to expect. And it's a long tournament, so they could cause an upset in a pool game or two. So look out for them in pool C. Yeah. Uh, moving into pool D, uh, infantry, rugby, nav, sevens, USA, U23s, wild dogs. Um, I think we might have slipped cannibals in there, but that's okay. Uh, looks like we have two of the three newcomers in this pool, right? Infantry, rugby, and wild dogs. Uh, what are you excited to see about pool D? Yeah, Pool D. So again, this is a pool, again, that's pretty fascinating. I, I see 
four sides in here that could actually t you know compete for those top two spots to advance. So NAV sevens, let's start with them. Back to back national champions in the USA Club sevens. Uh, J.K. Anderson, Emil Walton, um, you know, and, and April Bortons, who are the coaching crew this weekend. A brilliant job with their sides. They bring back Corey Jones, of course. He's just a winning machine. Uh, they've got the missile Jeremy Masella, Nardu Jock, Odendal, who was brilliant last year, and then they bring in. Three U.S. Eagles. They've got Madison Hughes returns to the fray, the Olympian captain that said he's going to make a comeback ahead of Paris 2024. He's using events like this in the PR7s just to get back in the fold. Uh, wonderful to see Maddie back in. And then Martin Yosef, one of my favorite Eagles of all time, the flying Hawaiian returns. Uh, what can't that man do? So look forward to seeing uh, a big Yosef flying. And then Naima Fualalao again. He's been brilliant as well. So that side is stacked. So you'd expect them to make those top two spots. But you've got USA under 23s. They're side that Colton Carriaga uh, and Ben Pinkerman who's coached mm. him as well they're bringing some familiar faces from last year they were finalists they've got Will Chevalier EJ Freeman uh, Oren Bitzer was good Connor Coy the Donovan uh, not the Donovan Law Brothers the Donovan and Darius Law uh, and a couple other young sensations coming through as well so expect great things out of this USA side and again this is where Rugby Town Sevens provides a platform for players to come through 2012 the first year, Madison Hughes, Perry mm. Baker were on display. They then went on a decade run representing the USA, being two of the best players in the world. It all started here at Infinity Park. Uh, let's look through some of the other sides. So we said infantry rugby. They have a bunch of talented Fijian players that come through here. So look out for them. They're going to be throwing the ball around. Uh, you can expect some big results there. And then the Wild Dogs, who I'm going to catch up later with tonight, but they bring a lovely Southern African flair to it. They've got some Kenyan internationals. They also have my one of my favorite players of all time, Natha Kinikinilau, the mm, grandpa yes. of Sevens Rugby. He was 65 years old <laughs> last year. He's turning 70 this year. He ages in dog years, right? <laughs> exactly. So here we go. I'm going to yeah. use that line, actually. Yeah, okay, so. that's good. I got. I was telling my fiance this morning, I was like, I contributed last year with the more berries than a fruit salad. I needed to feed you one more joke. That one just came to me right there. So <laughs> I love that I one. I put my stamp on it. And I'm going back to uh, Nav 7s, too. You talked about Martin Yusefo. He was a part of the Denver 7s teams, I think, that were winning back in the day. So he's got some experience. Uh, not that they really need it. They know how to win. Uh, they they're always in the mix every year also so and one thing Colin one throw in so with people looking at the, obviously they download the Rugby Town USA app uh, to to see how the teams work and how they get through so the crossover works pool A and pool D will cross over mm -hmm. so your top two from pool A will play your top two from pool D and that means B and C link up as well so that's very important when you do get to the knockout stages and that'll happen on day two quarterfinals and then day three we'll see the semis and then um, the armed forces finals on day two as well mm -hmm. $10,000 on the line for day three yes uh, and we're almost there too. It's it's coming quick, and I'm excited for it. Um, I ask you this every year, down. But what what makes this tournament so unique? Yeah, so what I love about this event, prior to the Premier Rugby Sevens, you know, getting established here in the US as well, there weren't many tournaments of a high caliber, you know, around the world, I'll say. There's a handful of tournaments you want to go to, your Dubais, you know, your Maro Sevens, things like that. So the fact that the US has had a consistent, brilliant, brilliant stop for 11 years has been amazing to develop North American players, not just our American players, but Canadian players as well. So that's what I love about it. Rugby Town Sevens also looks after the players so well. They come in for a week, they stay at a really nice hotel down the road, they get, you know, a, a proper high-performance experience and facility here, uh, and that's when, you know, uh, Kira Nelson and her crew have been just been absolutely brilliant. Mayor Mark Donovan, such a proponent of the game, that really has helped these young players come through, and I remember playing, you know, when I got a chance for the USA, 
before I was on this World Series, we played in some domestic tournaments where you play against some club sides, and that was it. And then all of a sudden, your step up to the international level mm-hmm. is ridiculous. So you need a, something to bridge the gap. Um, and so the fact that you know Infinity Park hosts this wonderful event, I, I love that. I also love seeing a lot of familiar faces, whether they change teams or not, but they're playing in this tournament against friends that they've seen, teammates. And so that camaraderie and, and, and love you can see off the field as well, which is really cool. It's very unique in sevens. You don't find that in 15s. It's a bit, it's a bit more fierce off the field as well. People kind of stick to themselves where everybody here is staying in the same hotels, eating mm-hmm. the same meals together, um, catching up afterwards, you know, as well. So well, uh, training with each other too. Like I, it seems almost foreign to be, I know they, they train against teams that aren't necessarily in their pool, but still like in any other sport, it's you would never do that, right? You're never going to show your secret sauce or anything like that. Uh, so that's the unique part about this thing too. Um, and I know we wanted to talk about play the pitch. It's going to be something new this year, um, a little bit of a wrinkle. As to, you know, just to get people a little bit more involved, what do you think about play the pitch? Um, I know you you said you submitted some teams already. We'll keep those locked up in a safe. We don't want to give away your secret stuff either. Yeah, so I love this competition. So basically fans can go in and select their two favorite sides from each pool, which I like too because – particularly sevens, you know, here you've got 20 teams playing, you're not just going to support one side, you know, mm-hmm. you want to keep engaged the whole tournament. So the cool thing is you can choose your two f- favorite armed forces teams, and then you switch across to the other pools. You can also win some prizes, which mm-hmm. I think is a great incentive. How that works, uh, you know, so based on various factors, scoring points, how they advance and that sort of thing. Um, and so that's really interesting and intriguing, keeping, you know, people engaged the whole time. I think that's the great thing about sevens. My father-in-law, you know, he had never seen rugby. I took him to the USA leg of the sevens back in the day when I played in San Diego. And he afterwards, he's like, Dallin, I can't believe this. He goes, I'm watching Kenya play one game. And then this Fijian team comes in next. I love mm-hmm. Fiji. He goes, and then I didn't know New Zealand were that good. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, this is a cool thing. Every game is going to be close. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. Uh, and if you support more sides, you've got, you're more invested in the game. Definitely. Um, and you touched on a little bit, but this originally started as an international defense seven. So it's, it's always had a pretty strong military focus. Obviously, the Pool A is all military bracket. It's the Armed Forces Championship. Uh, this is, you know, what they play for all years to win the Sevens Tournament. Um, in the last few years, they've incorporated the Gold Star Kids, which are kids that have lost a parent in active duty. Um, and it's, it's just a unique way to, you know, get them out here, have some fun, maybe take their mind off of some of the stresses of life. Um, that's kind of a cool little wrinkle that they've added in the last couple of years also. Yeah, it's a lovely initiative, and I, I believe some of the Gold Star kids are going to come on and bring on the match ball yeah. to, before the games, which is really cool. They'll get to meet all the players also. I think it's very special, and and I love that they, they're incorporating different elements from the armed forces um, because that's that's the amazing thing. The sacrifices, you know, that these service people, you know, do, obviously ris- literally risking their life, and, you know, when they read out the, the roll call of people that have passed in the line of duty, I mean, it's so sad, um, but it is amazing that, that we're here to celebrate them, their families, uh, and of course through the game of rugby. Yeah, and that's one of the things about that too is how long the list is. Like it, I feel like maybe you just become numb to it. It's not something you deal with every day, but when you really are out there and you're waiting minutes and minutes for these lists to end, it's 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 shocking. So um, it's cool that the, these kids have a chance to come have a little bit of fun, take their mind off of you know anything else they've got going on in life, and just. Hang out, watch some rugby, and just enjoy the weekend. So uh, that'll be something cool they're doing this weekend also. Down for you, how's your prep coming? This is a monster of a tournament. This is a, you know, it's a lot of matches in a little bit of time, and that means a lot of work on the front end for you. So how's that going? 
Yeah, well, firstly, I, I was very appreciative to get out of Los Angeles. Uh, yes. You know, after that storm, we had an earthquake, we had flooding, we had, you know, uh, climate change is obviously, it, it, I actually used climate change in one of my one-liners a few years back, uh, yeah. saying, you know, play was more dangerous than climate change. I uh, take that back. Yeah. <laughs> You've lived through it now, yeah. Exactly. But yeah, in terms of the prep, it is it is an absolute monster with 20 teams playing, you know, trying to, you know, get on all the stats to buy information from all these players, you know, three, 400 players on the go. Uh, it is, it's a lot of work. Um, the prep's coming along really nicely. Um, kind of, you know, how it works is of the 62 games, uh, there are five of us commentating this this weekend. Uh, I'll do about half of those games. So 30 games, but you need to know every side. That's mm-hmm. the trick. You don't know who's going to advance. You need to be prepared for every scenario and that sort of thing. Um, but I do love seeing a lot of familiar faces, a lot of good nicknames that have come in from years gone by. And of course, I've got a few fresh one-liners ready to go. That's good. Uh, you've taught me a little trick in the last couple of years is like you front load the beginning, right? You leave Thursday real low key. I'm trying to take your advice. I'm trying to keep Thursday low key for me. I can tie up any loose ends I have and just get ready to rock for the weekend. So thank you for that, Down. I appreciate that. Oh, anytime, my friend. Well, listen, we had some good fun this week, which is great. We got the drone out as well. You were flying that, you know, yeah. without a permit, but yes, it, it not worked yet. out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep that one locked up too. Um, and I know you just talked about you escaped some weather. Looks like some weather this year. That would be an interesting little wrinkle, right? We've never had a rainy Rugby Town 7s before. Yeah, that's, that's tricky. That's the, the, the interesting thing is, of course, you, you can never predict the conditions. Normally, it is quite warm here, which is a battle as well. And the altitude definitely comes into play, particularly day two and day three. But if those weather conditions do come through, it is interesting because it is tricky to mentally manage and physically manage, uh, you know, an hour delay or a break. And mm-hmm. day day one is a, a mammoth day, you know, starting 11 a.m. going to about 9.20 at night. So there isn't any real space there. Uh, so we'll see how things go. We'll obviously, you know, uh, hope the weather passes us um, but if it happens you know that's interesting everybody's going to be in the same boat so you just have yeah. to adapt and overcome maybe a weird question does that do anything to your voice does like weird weather like that mess with how it messes with your voice at all so good question so I, I, a strong wind and okay. I didn't know this, right? So back yeah. in the day, you know, I was doing some event, and a lot of these events, you're you're not actually inside a booth, you're kind of outside, so you can mm-hmm. see the field a bit better. But I was exposed to, you know, massive wind, and luckily it was just a one day event that one. But the next day, my voice was completely shot, and my missus was like, "Well, you know, were you on the beers last night?" I go, "No, not at all." <laughs> like, you know, she didn't believe me, but actually, it was the wind. She later told me she does voice and yeah, speech, yeah. so she knows all about that. So that is something. But with that in mind, you know, you've got your lozenges, your cough drops, all sort of thing, even some throat coat tea to help. Mm. Uh, that sort of side uh, to get your voice through it all right down i think that's all the questions i have wraps up the yearly preview i appreciate it as always i'm looking forward to fun tournaments so thank you yeah conway it's gonna be champagne rugby three days 62 games an armed forces champion a main cup champion and ten thousand dollars let's go to the bank my friend all right i hope everyone enjoyed those interviews with rory green of speranza 22 and down stanford um appreciate you for listening appreciate those guys for taking the time to chat uh, it kind of does over the show, really. We're going live Rugby Town Sevens this weekend. Learn more at rugbytownusa.com. Stream the tournament there. Uh, buy tickets there. Read up on the teams there. All that good stuff. Uh, tickets are just ten bucks. Kids twelve and under are free. Weekend pass is twenty dollars, so it's a pretty good deal. If you're looking for something to do, I know it might be a little bit rainy. I encourage you to come out, watch some rugby, have some fun, drink some beers, uh, just have a good time all around. Uh, Thanks for listening. Hope you had a great week. Hope you have a great weekend. Enjoy the tournament. Catch you all back here next Friday.
we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.